What's up, everyone? This is DFS Pro Dan Ware bringing you the final game of the Week 7 NFL Week. It is October 21st. Uh, Today we're just going to break down the Monday Night Football uh, divisional matchup between the New England Patriots and the New York Jets uh, taking place at MetLife Stadium tonight. Uh, We're also going to go over a few waiver wire targets for the wide receiver position. Uh, that we can pick up. I know we had a few injuries this week and a couple of performers that have put on a string of games uh, where they've looked good. So definitely some low-owned guys and a few leagues that we can target. Uh, We're just going to go ahead and jump right into this uh, Monday night football game. Uh, We've got the New England Patriots uh, traveling to the Meadowlands to take on the New York Jets. Uh, We have a 43.5 game implied total uh, with the New England Patriots being favored by nine and a half points. Uh, Now, if you read my article, hopefully you did. I did touch on uh, some of the injuries today. We've got a slew of injuries on both sides of this game. And I'm going to go ahead and touch on the New England Patriots side first. Already confirmed out is wide receiver Josh Gordon, tight end Ryan Rizzo, and tight end Matt Lacoste. Uh, And then questionable guys would be Julian Edelman, uh, and Philip Dorsett, who we do expect to play, uh, but Patrick Chung and Rex Burkhead are also listed questionable, and it has come to my attention that Rex Burkhead is not expected to play tonight. Uh, on the New York Jets side, uh, mainly it's the two offensive linemen, uh, Colicio Semele, and then his partner at right tackle are expected out, um, which obviously hurts them. They, they've They've struggled as it is for the run, but I think a lot of that is attributed by who was under center at the time. Uh, So definitely something to monitor. It looks like C.J. Mosley is a go tonight, so they should have a big piece of their defense back. Um, Now, I'm going to kind of bounce back and forth, touching on both between FanDuel and DraftKings. Uh, So to touch on the DraftKings side, we're going to go ahead and get started with the New England Patriots. Now, as far as cash games go, and who we have in captain consideration. The main two guys I would focus on is Tom Brady and Julian Edelman. Um, I feel like these guys, they're just the obvious cash plays. Uh, Tom Brady is limited in, with targets as far as that goes. He, he will not have Josh Gordon at his disposal tonight. Um, so that should result in an uptick of looks for Julian Edelman, who is averaging nearly six receptions per game. Um and then, and then vice versa for Brady, uh, just in terms of raw yardage, points scored, he's averaging over 20 fantasy points a game this season. So I feel like he is your safest bet for cash. Um, and just moving down the line, if we want to get more on the GPP side of things, uh, you can definitely target Sam Darnold. He comes in a little bit cheaper. He's only 13-8 for the MVP spot. Um, so that would certainly open things up for your lineup. Uh, you can get some of those bigger guys in, like Julian Edelman and the flex. Uh, you could even, uh, if you if you think this game goes along the lines of a shootout, you could even put Tom Brady in that lineup uh, and then pay down maybe for one of the kickers. Um, Brandon Bolden, who is coming in at a fair price uh, with Rex Burkhead out, and he is only 5.1K on DraftKings. So definitely a position that you can look at. Oh, no, I'm sorry. 
See, this is the, the disadvantage to having one person. He has 4.8 on DraftKings. So Brandon Bolden would inherit those snaps uh, from Rex Burkhead being out. And obviously they like to use him a lot in goal line situations. Um, and he has seen some receptions out of the backfield per game. He's averaging three targets a game. So I think he's a guy from a PPR aspect we can look to as well. Uh, as far as James White go, he's 11.1K on DraftKings. I'm fine with the play. I don't think this is a Sony Michelle night. Uh, the New York Jets do rank within the top three in terms of defensive line production. They're allowing runners just over three yards a carry. Um, so I think they'll look to get James White more involved in the passing game, uh, especially uh, when they're missing wide receiver Josh Gordon. And that would bring us to our next receiver, Philip Dorsett. Uh, he is also listed questionable, but he said he's feeling good for tonight's game. So we do expect him to go. He's coming in at 9.9K. Um, obviously more of a spend up. I don't know if I want to get him paired with Tom Brady Edelman. Um, I'm just not feeling the three three wide receiver set tonight. I think this New York Jets defense is a little bit better than advertised. And a lot of their DVOA, which is bottom three in the NFL, has to do with their offensive production, which has been little to none uh, with Luke Falk under center. He's a quarterback that really just cannot get outside of the numbers. He doesn't have the arm strength. So when defenses are game planning for a team like this, it's easy for them to just stack up the box and eliminate that that big weapon they have in Le'Veon Bell, which is, has seen a majority of the work with Sam Darnold out. Um, and then to touch on, too, uh, Bill Belichick has been phenomenal at handicapping teams, their number one weapon. Uh, and I truly believe that Le'Veon Bell is the number one weapon on its New York Jets offense. So I will temper my expectations for him tonight. Uh, the New England defense has been exceptional. Uh, they have 25 sacks on the year. They have a 10% uh, adjusted sack rate uh, just behind the San Francisco 49ers. Um and interceptions as well. Their turnover ratio is very good. Um, and I think a part of that, yes, I do believe they have a good defense, but I also believe that a part of that has to do uh, with the, some of the teams they face. They've had a very vanilla offense uh, through the first six weeks this season. Um, so I don't think this is a game. This game is a gimme by any means. I think that the New York Jets are going to play a good brand of football tonight. It is a divisional matchup. Uh, I do expect the Jets to cover the nine and a half point spread, which I suspect uh, may tighten up a little bit as the injury news comes out later in the day. Uh, moving on to some of these picks that we have, uh, Benjamin Watson is back this week, uh, just in time too with Ryan Izzo and Matt Lacoste out. He's coming in at 6.6K on DraftKings. I think he offers a great way to differentiate your lineups. Um Ownership's going to be relatively spread out there. It always is on these showdown slates, but I think he is definitely a guy that you would want to give attention to, uh, particularly in GPPs. I think he's a good option. And then moving down the list, uh, we can consider the kicker as well. Typically, my theory with this, uh, it can go one or two ways. You can go with the kicker who you think is going to score the most raw points, uh, or you can go to the other side to a guy like Sam Ficken, Um who comes in at a little bit cheaper at 5.4K. If you think that the New England defense is able 
to essentially shut down the Jets and, and a majority of their points come from their kicker, then that's the direction I would go there. Um, kind of go down this uh, Jets side of the, the offense. Uh, we talked about Sam Darnold. I do like him in the captain spot on DraftKings as a GPP play um, for receivers. Now, Jamison Crowder will see more than likely a bulk of the targets, uh, just being where he lines up in the slot. Uh, that has proven to be true just on the limited uh, per, uh, limited action we've seen from Sam Darnold. Um, but he does draw a tough matchup this week. Uh, Robbie Anderson would draw a softer matchup uh, for, for what it's worth than Stefan Gilmore, who is – it was a tremendous cornerback to begin with. And I feel like Robbie Anderson's upside is capped just by how he plays. He's more of a deep threat. Uh, last week he had a great game, but his production predominantly came from that 92 yard touch reception against the Cowboys. So he's a boomer bust play. That's where I'm going to leave him. I think he's a guy you'll want exposure to. I'm not crazy about Demarius Thomas. Uh, at 7.5k, but he isn't a guy that you really can sleep on in a showdown slate. Uh, I think I think for the receivers, you're going to want a decent bit of exposure. I would give Jamison Crowder the edge over the two, despite the tougher matchup, and then Robbie Anderson, and then Demarius Thomas. Uh, as far as tight ends go, Chris Herndon is out again this week. Uh, he has served a suspension and now is eligible to return, but is dealing with a hamstring injury. Uh, so we can't go there. So Ryan Griffin is probably your next best bet in terms of a receiving tight end. Um, he's only 2.1 K on DraftKings, So he definitely opens things up. Uh, he's a guy you can look to, um, but not necessarily a guy that I'm crazy about. I feel like Sam Darnold's attention is going to be centered around distributing the ball to Jamison, Robbie Anderson, and Le'Veon Bell out of the backfield. Um, not really caring too much for uh, Ty Montgomery. I know he has that PPR upside, uh, but I just don't see him getting a ton of usage. Um, I really don't. I think it's just going to be predominantly at Le'Veon Bell in the backfield. Uh, I would just make it easy on yourself tonight and cut uh, Ty Montgomery out of the equation. Uh, now onto the FanDuel side. Um I would definitely slot quarterbacks in this MVP spot. If you're going to, if you are going to go with a positional player, especially in DraftKings, it would certainly be Julian Edelman is the guy that I would consider Tom Brady, Julian Edelman, Sam Darnold. Those are your MVP spot guys. Um, you're just going to want to spend. Who do you think is going to get the raw points per their respective position? I have to go with quarterbacks especially on FanDuel. Um, now, the main difference between Tom Brady and Sam Darnold is their salary. Tom Brady coming in at 17.4K, Sam Darnold coming in at 13.5. Um, so if you go on the Sam Darnold side, um, he would obviously open things a little bit more for you. You can squeeze in Edelman. You can get Le'Veon Bell. And then you can go for one of those New York Jets receivers like Robbie Anderson, Jamison Crowder, essentially the same things we talked about on DraftKings, which I did not mention the defenses. I do think that both defenses are viable in this situation just based on the offensive performances we've seen from the Patriots. Uh, they've been very inconsistent. They do not run the ball well. And quite frankly, I just think that the Jets defense is underrated 
And then on the Patriot side, uh, we, we've seen what they've done over the last few weeks. So obviously we can make a case for them. I don't know if I'm going to slot them in the MVP. It just uh, is not an optimal play for me this week, but certainly positions to be considered in the flex, um, particularly on DraftKings. Uh, moving on from this game, we're going to talk about a few waiver wire pickups uh, that we can target going into week eight. I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, first guy that I have is Devonte Parker. Um, over the last three weeks, he's had a touchdown. Uh, this, this Miami team is undoubtedly going to more than likely play from behind more often for not resulting in a pass heavy offense. Um, Devonte Parker, he caught five to 10 targets for 55 yards and a touchdown against the bills this week. Uh, one of the better defenses in the NFL. And like I said, this is his third consecutive week with a score. So if you're looking for a filler, you got a guy on a bye this week. I think that Dave, Devontae Parker uh, coming in at 1% in ESPN and Yahoo leagues is a fairly decent target you can go after. And that brings us to our next guy for the Houston Texans, Kenny Still. Uh, Will Fuller going down with a hamstring injury on his uh, one-catch, six-yard day. Um, he has been confirmed. He's expected to miss several weeks going forward. Uh, and we've seen a little bit of trust develop between Deshaun Watson and Kenny Stills. Uh, we all know what Kenny Stills brings to the table. And if you're not familiar, uh, he's more specialized as a deep threat, uh, which is essentially what Will Fuller uh, brought to this Houston offense. And just in terms of sheer volume, we see how many times a game that Deshaun Watson passes. He's thrown over 35 times a game. Uh, that's what this offense does. They're very pass heavy. Um, and Stills caught four or five targets for 105 yards on Sunday. Um, now, he's not going to get that sheer volume, but he does provide a, a safe floor uh, if he can crack off a deep play. Um, and like I said, this is just a guy to be considered. Um if you got a guy on a bye week, he's a great grab. He's also coming in at 1% across both leagues, ESPN and Yahoo. Uh, and the last guy I'm going to touch on for waiver wires for wide receivers is Alex Erickson in the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, basically the same thing we got with the Miami Dolphins. They both have very poor defenses. They're very easy to score on. So you can see teams running the table fast on these guys. Um, so they'll be playing from behind. They'll be passing heavy. This is the second week in a row that I've seen a very solid floor performance from Alex Erickson. This past Sunday, he tied Tyler Boyd for a team-high 14 targets and caught eight of those for 137 yards. Um, so he's another guy that I like going forward, and it does not look like A.J. Green is going to be back in the near future for the Cincinnati Bengals. Those are the three waiver wire picks that I like for the wide receiver position going into week eight. Uh, we already touched on the Monday night showdown slate. Um, I'm glad I could bring this to you guys today. I wanted to get a shot to do this podcast by myself, just to get a little bit more comfortable with the on-air time. So hopefully you guys can give me some feedback. Uh, let me know how I did. Uh, that will wrap it up for the week seven Monday night football showdown guide brought to you by DFS pro Dan Ware and win daily sports. Hope everyone has a great night and good luck.